0: and on local now, channel five twenty-five of First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins
1: on Fresh Wing Radio. But it's another thing to see your child walk down the same road, because see, the only steps they can follow is the steps they see. So your walk is bigger than just you. delve into part three, excuse me, part four of this series, Are You in the Book? Uh, today's sermon's entitled, What Road Are You On? What Road Are You On? The book we have referenced in What Book Are You In? I'm talking about the Lamb's Book of Life or the Book of Life. And this is the book in reference to where the, the believers that will be with Jesus, uh, their names are in this book. And obviously, this is the book that you want to be in. And as I delved into my word today, I I had a question that I wanted to ask you as we go through this. What road are you on? There's many roads to be on, um, but you have to make a decision which road you're going to travel. And as I was thinking about this sermon, I I remember uh, it's a song uh, back in the day. Um, Now, I listen to all kinds of music, so don't judge me. Uh, based on this song. Look at your name. Say, don't 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 judge the pastor. You know, just you know, he comes from many places, and he's heard many songs. So uh, I want y'all to listen to this song and see if you heard it before. You're on the highway to hell. Not the slow lane. You're on the highway to hell. You trying to bust hell wide open. <laughs> Your parents ever told you that? Boy, you're going to bust hell wide open. But, you know, roads have characteristics and roads also are identifiers of where you're going. And the question I ask you today is, what road are you on? Another question I'd like for you to to, to think about, who is following you on your road? See, it's one thing for you to be on the road. It's a whole other thing for people behind you, following you on the road. I say this often, and I say it often on purpose. Life is based on choices, decisions, and consequences. Can you handle the consequences? See, I understand you handle the consequences of your walk. But can you handle the consequences of your kids walking your walk? Because, see, you know, we cool if, if we feel we're doing something. Okay, I, I could deal with my punishment. But it's another thing to see your child to walk down the same road. Because, see, the only steps they can follow is the steps they see. So your walk is bigger than just you. What road are you on today? My God. Uh, my car um, has this new thing called autonomous driving. Pastor, what that means, it will just drive by itself. You click a button, and as long as it has two lines, it will have measurements and it will stay in the middle of the road. Now, if it doesn't identify a line on the side, it has the propensity to turn off the road. Pastor, no, no, (laughs) you have to have enough sense. (laughs) Autopilot don't mean autopilot. You better keep your eyes on the road. So it, it, so if, if, if it can't find a marker, it will search to find a line. And it will just keep on searching until you hit a tree. Because it doesn't have a line. Now, you may fight God's lines. But God's lines have a purpose to get you to where you're trying to go. And what happens in life is we want a life with no lines. We want a life with no barriers. We want a life with no rules. We want a life with no order. But order gives me chaos. Order has me crashing into trees. My baby boy, he he loves the bowl. And he 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 doesn't. His hands aren't big enough yet to deal with the whole bowling ball. So he, he, he is the old school bowler. Y'all, y'all, y'all know that bowler. Come on. <laughs> and then he says, Daddy, uh, can you tell the man to put the thing up? I said, son, but but son, you, you got to get better this way. No, 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 Daddy. The, the rails are for me. The rails help me, Daddy. I said, okay, son. I tell the man to put the, 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 the bars up so he can bowl. I said, look, daddy, I'm a good bowler. And the ball go boom, 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 boom. Come on, y'all. And then it hit something. I said, see, daddy, I'm good. But he's only good because he got guardrails. See, some of y'all don't know if God didn't put them guardrails in place, if God didn't have some things to stop you, you who knows where you will be today? Because, see, there are some places you could have been killed and died, but God has some. So you got close to the edge, but you didn't fall into the pit. You got close to it, but somehow God put some guardrails for you. So sometimes we fight the guardrails, but the only reason we're here today is God has some so? So, my, my baby boy thinks he just good by himself, and some of you think you just got here by yourself. But God has some. God had a grandmama to say, Baby, don't do it. God had an uncle to say, Hey, come on, boy, don't do it. God had a teacher to speak into your life. God had put some people in your life to. And the challenge in the church is, we think we've graduated from guardrails. You think that you don't need rails. i got this. I don't need rules. I don't need order. Well, absent of order, they call it chaos and anarchy. And that's a disaster. Everyone say, I need some guardrails. Yeah, we all need guardrails. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Today we're going to teach from Matthew chapter 7. I feel my health. Oh, we're going to teach from Matthew chapter 7 today. It says this, enter through (laughs) the narrow gate. Now, there's many gates you can go through, but the Bible says to enter through the narrow gate. Well, let's find out what the gate is. In the book of John, Jesus describes what the gate is. Let's read, church. So he explained it to them. I tell you the truth, I am the gate. Now, I hope you're not confused. He just told you who's the gate. I am the gate for my sheep. All who came before me were thieves and robbers. But the true sheep did not listen to them. Yes. Okay, make it. I'm going to tell you again. I am the gate. Those who come in through me will be saved. John 14 and 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Listen, let me. Buddha ain't going to get. Buddha is not. I mean, I say ain't. Uh. Buddha is not going to get you in. Muhammad is not going to get you in. The only name that's going to get you in, Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He is the only way. He's the only person who died for you. He's the only person who was buried for you. He's the only person who got up for you. So he's the only one that gives you access. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's, let's go back into Matthew. Glory to God. For wide is the gate, spacious, broad is the way that leads away to destruction, and many are those who enter through it. Get let's talk about gates. Gates are indicative of structure because you don't need a gate unless you're trying to keep something in or keep something out. So a gate is an indicator a word, a direction I'm going. See, <laughs> prisons have games.
0: You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime, we wanted to let you know that you can hear our current series and many others by logging on to our website at freshwindradio.com.
1: Of structure. Because you don't need a gate unless you're trying to keep something in or keep something out. So a gate is an indicator of where a direction I'm going. See, (laughs) prisons have gates. We had a a friend of ours was locked up, and uh, he was one of my son's instructors in karate. And he got life. So I told my son, I said, we're going to go visit him. So we got there, and my son, Jomo, said, Daddy, why all the gates? Because <laughs> there's one gate in, two gate in, three gates. He said, Daddy, so many gates. I said, son, well... When you see a lot of gates, there's two things. I, they're trying to keep you in or keep you out. And as we're leaving the prison, Mo starts walking real fast. I said, son, why are you walking so fast? He said, I'm trying to get away from this gate. I want to stay far away from this gate as I can. I said, that's why I brought you here, homeboy. I, I, I came for a visit, but I came for a witness too. I want you to see how many gates Because once you get in, it just goes, doom, Gates. See, there's a gate, praise God. There's doors, there's doors, there's doors. And you have to understand what door am I going through? What direction I'm going through? Uh, Many of y'all know I've been traveling a lot. And uh, on our way to Chicago... Uh, it was about five something. We left the house at 4:30. We had a 6:15 flight. Oh Jesus! Why we do that? Anyway, so you know you're trying to pull babies who are not awoke. Anybody try to pick, try to grab kids and they just giving it. You know they're doing that Matrix walk. You know, so so I'm, we're trying to get the kids. And I say, you know what, babe? I'm going to drop you at the door so you don't have to walk through all this. So I dropped her to the door. God bless her. And then now I go to the garage and I got my 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 old Jesus coat. Pastor, what's the old Jesus coat? It's a coat when it's so cold outside. You say Jesus. So I, <laughs> some of y'all ain't never been there before, but everybody better have, you better have one old Jesus coat. Y'all know that coat is real thick. You get. Oh Jesus! Hey, so that's my old Jesus coat. So I had my old Jesus coat with me, and it's extra big and large and fluffy. Glory to God! You can go to sleep in that coat; it's like a sleeping bag. So I had my old Jesus coat. So now, I said, "Okay, I got everything I got." So I put my old Jesus coat, praise God, underneath my my, my shoulder strap because you know you can't put the old Jesus coat on in Florida. No, because then it'd be oh hell. But no, so. so I put it, have my old Jesus coat on my head. So now, you know, because she's there and I'm behind, so my goal is to catch her before security. Because she walks up. Now I'm running, y'all. Run to the airport. Pray God, run, 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 run. And then I get to right at where the, the, the walkway to the parking lot to the airport. And I said, all of a sudden, I feel really light. <laughs> I look down, and old Jesus is gone. <laughs> oh, so then I said, okay. So now I run back for old Jesus. The problem is, anybody, the worst place to look for something is the airport. Because nobody's stopping to help. Because everybody got somewhere they're trying to go. So I'm looking for old Jesus. And I said, oh, glory. So I get to the airport, the elevator. There's four elevators. One, two, three, four. But I went on the third elevator, so I pushed the third elevator to come back. The third elevator want to come back. The first elevator to come back. I pushed again the second elevator, and now you know. Because then I asked myself, I said, now Jomo, how long are you gonna wait for the third elevator to come back? Suppose it don't ever come back, because eleva- four elevators, you're not guaranteed your elevator gonna come back. So then I started saying, well, how bad do you need to go? You're going to Chicago. Yeah, See the thought? That's why I kept looking. But then after a certain amount of time, I said, okay, Jay, this, you know, the internal clock said this is too long. I said, okay, forget the coat. Now I'm running. Okay. I get to security. Security looks like the church right now. Y'all know when y'all go to, when you're trying to rush and you look around, where are all these jokers going? It's too early. I came here early on purpose not to see you. And so many people I say, like, oh, Jesus, but thank God I got TSA pre-check. If you don't get that TSA pre-check, you better get it, because if not, you'd be in the other line. I don't have a line. let walk. <laughs> right? So, <sighs> Pastor, what's your story? I'm going to get to it. <laughs> Everybody's welcome at the airport. All of you can go to the airport. But if you don't have a ticket, you can't get through security. Then you get to the plane. If you don't have a ticket, then you can't board. What are you saying, Pastor? Every now and then you get the TSA pre-check. And they say, you can't take your water, with you? Some of y'all got some makeup. Oh, that's, that, that's more than 2.3 ounces. And all of a sudden, they say you can't take this, and you're like this. Why? Because, see, I got a flight I'm trying to catch. I'm not gonna allow anything to stop me from where I'm trying to go. And see, what you don't realize is God has a flight He's trying to get you on. But you got so much stuff that you won't check your bags, and you missing your flight because you believe that you need all this stuff, and God is saying there's a narrow way, and with the narrow way, you can't bring all your look at your neighbor and say, Check your bags. Come on, look up, say check your bags. You got too much stuff, boo. What they say, bag lady? You might miss your bus. Dragging all that stuff. Lord, help me. Don't miss your flight. Don't miss your... Because what happened... See, you, you think by coming to Jesus, you're missing out on stuff. John ten ten says, I came to give you life and give you life more abundantly. One thing you realize when you go to the airport there's a huge trash can right by security. And I don't know how much stuff is in there, but I know it costs. You see people thinking, I don't pay all this money for this Mac makeup," And you tell me I can't take my Mac maker. I just bought this Mac maker. <laughs> but you have but there's a decision that you gonna have to make either you flying with your stuff or without your stuff. So I got to the airport and Shaman said, Jomo, wear your coat. <laughs> it got checked. <laughs> I don't know where it's going, but it ain't going with. It. As you grow in him, There's less things you can do because, see, you're on a flight to somewhere and some people are stuck at the airport and they can't get out. Let me give you another analogy to help you because my whole goal is to teach you. Everybody can go to Walmart, but not everybody can go to Sam's. (laughs) Don't hate me. Don't, they're both owned by the same person. But Sam got a club. It's members only. It's a private party. And guess what? The gas cheap too. But you can't get it if you ain't got no club. Look at your name and say, are, are you a Sam's Club member? It's only $55. Are, are you a Sam's Club member? Now, I ain't mad at Walmart. But Sam's Club has some different things there you don't go to Sam's, you don't go to Walmart and they say, taste this. You go to Sam's on purpose. Some of y'all go to Sam's on purpose, hungry. Y'all know exactly what day to go. Yes, Jesus. Oh, they got grilled chicken in the back. Oh, they got pizza bites over there. Oh, Jesus. Y'all come out of Sam's Club full. (laughs) Y'all never come out of Walmart full. Sam's Club, you can eat good up in there. Am I telling the truth? I know some of y'all. Y'all be texting each other, it's good, girl. (laughs) I'm going to go back and give me some more. (laughs) Sam's Club has restrictions. And they might let you in, but you can't get out. Or they might let you slide in the door when you go to register. (laughs) Can 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 I get your car, please? So, sometimes, oh, Jesus, help me. Let me not hurt nobody's feelings, Lord. Some of you, (laughs) you want Sam's benefit, but you you act like, oh, no, not say that, (sighs) Joe. Somebody might work at Walmart right now and get offended. I'm not trying to offend nobody. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't got to say it. Y'all already got it. I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> you want the benefits of Sam's, but you want the price of Walmart. Ain't going to happen that way. There's some choices you got to make. Narrow. You know, you know the Sam's Club that got somebody at the door. <laughs> coming in and coming out. Walmart, you come, and you go. So you have to ask yourself, what road am I on? Now, you're not going to get it clearer than that. If you can't figure out, so i leave that alone. What road are you on? Now, here's the challenge. Often, we stay on the wrong road longer than we're supposed to, because we feel we're gonna leave somebody behind. Let me help you. You will. Lot had to leave behind his wife. Come on, girls, time to go. I don't wanna go. Come on, girl, it's time to go. I don't wanna go. Little back chick was stoned. Not everybody is gonna come with you on the journey. There will be casualties